How is it going, everybody? Welcome back to Social Media Marketing School. For those of you that are new here, I am your host, Ethan Bridge. And before we dive into today's episode, I just want to make sure that you've hit that follow button or that subscribe button, depending on what platform you are listening on. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you enjoy what you hear today, I would really appreciate it if you head over to the show page, scroll to the bottom, and leave the podcast a five star rating and review. But now we've got that out the way, I just want to start off by saying thank you all for tuning in and let's dive straight in to today's episode. So today we're actually going to be talking about design. Now I am by no means a great designer but these are some tips that I learned very early on when I was designing my content on Instagram that have massively massively helped me even though I'm not great at design. They are very simple tips that if you are a creator you need to understand not just because they make your posts look prettier It's more down the psychological avenue of what these things actually do for your content. They make your content more engaging. It makes your content easier to read, easier to understand. And as a content creator, it's not about making your post look pretty. It's about telling your story, telling your value in the best way possible. And if your visual aspect of your content doesn't meet those standards then you could have the best point in the world but nobody's going to want to read it because it's not presented in the best or a suitable way so without any further ado let's just dive into a few of these things that I learned very early on that helped me be a better designer let's say not a great one but better than I was and has honestly helped me grow my page to the point that it is at today so Without any further ado, tip number one, and this is choosing your fonts, your type faces. Now, when I was first starting out, I thought fancy fonts were going to look the best, be the most appealing. Boy, was I wrong. Simple typefaces are the way to go. If you want your content to look aesthetically pleasing, a simple typeface will do that. If you want your content to be easy to read, a simple typeface will do that. I have seen so many creators using fonts that may look cool, but are really difficult to read. And it completely distracts me from the post itself. And oftentimes I give up trying to consume that piece of content. And if you know that people are giving up on consuming your content because they can't read it, then you're doing your audience a disservice. A simple typeface, a simple font will completely change that point. You need your audience to be able to read your content no matter what. You've got to also remember that if your content is in English and English isn't somebody's first language and that font that you're using is also making it difficult to read that English, you're doing that person a disservice because you're making it even more difficult for them to consume your content. So please... If you are currently using a font that you think looks cool at the moment, but is probably difficult to read for many people, please change it. Some simple, simple examples that you could use are Poppins. Poppins is a fan favorite of mine. Product Sans is also a very, very simple one. Helvetica, again, great. 
and one that people do like to use for headlines themselves is Champion. It's that bold capital letter font that appears very, very well on those cover slides of carousels, thumbnails of videos, thumbnails of reels. So just to repeat those, you had Poppins, Product Sans, Helvetica, and Champion for those cover slides. So that's it. Tip number one, keep your type fonts simple. Moving on to tip number two, white space. Now, this may be a completely new word if you do not know design, but white space is essentially the room to breathe that your content has around the page that your content is being displayed on. So for example, if you look at my content on each slide of a carousel, I literally have just one sentence of text. The rest is white space. There's nothing there. The focus is drawn to the text and the text only. Other creators like to add a few emojis or some imagery to their content. Fills up a little bit more of that white space. Some creators go overboard. They fill up all of that white space. Now, their design may be incredible. It could look amazing. But if they just wanted people to read a line of text that was in the middle of all of this incredible design, the viewers probably aren't going to do that because they're going to be distracted by the rest of the content on that page, all of this imagery that's being displayed. When you don't have white space, you are distracting from the key point that you are trying to draw your audience to. And because of that, when people are actually coming across your content, they're consuming what you want them to consume. In my opinion, because I know I'm not an amazing designer, I rely heavily on white space, and that's why I only have one slide of text. Yes, I have to be clever with my copywriting and make that copywriting incredible to draw away from the fact that I'm not a great designer and my post is incredibly simple. However, I'm actually getting people to read what I want them to read. If I had all this design across the rest of that page, I'm drawing attention away from what I actually want them to consume. So, if you want people to consume a specific part of your post, a specific part of your content, you need to allow that content to breathe. There needs to be that white space so that attention is drawn to that focal point of that piece of content and that way you are going to be able to keep people far more engaged less distracted and actually to get them to consume the content you want them to consume it draws that focus where you want the focus to be drawn to so tip number two please ensure that you have some white space on your content now moving on to tip number three a simple color palette. Now this can actually play in two different ways. A simple color palette is going to keep attention. It's not going to distract. If you've got colors and they're all over the place and they vary from slide to slide of a carousel, it's going to distract people. They're going to think, why on earth was I on a red and green slide before and now I'm on a black and yellow. The next slide goes to blue and red. It's going to be all over the place. There needs to be some congruency between what people are consuming to draw that attention and keep people engaged. But it also plays into an element of branding, and that's what I'm actually going to focus on. If you view my content, I have white, grey, 
black and yellow. Those are my brand colors. That is what I stick to with every single piece of content I create, and therefore people know me for those colors. If you are consistent with the color palette you use on your content, and you are consistent with the sort of design that you create your posts in, when people see them in the feed, they're going to stop because they're going to go, hey, that's Ethan's piece of content because I know his design and therefore I want to consume it. That's assuming that people actually like to consume the content you produce, of course, but you can see how that branding element plays into the fact that you're going to stop and grab the attention of your viewers. If you change your design, if you change your color palette with every single post you create, you have no element of branding there and therefore people aren't going to know it's your content when they see it in the feed. You want repeat audience members, you have to give them something that they are familiar with. Therefore, they will then know it is you. If you have a color palette that's all over the place and you have a design element that is all over the place as well, they're not going to know that. So a simple color palette. One, it plays into the element of branding, but two, it's actually not going to distract people. As I said, when I've mentioned all of those different color types, people are gonna get confused, they're gonna be drawn away, if they are reading different color texts on different color backgrounds on every slide they read, it's going to be difficult to read. You also have to be clever with the colors that you use so that you don't drown out text or make text hard to read. Let's say, for example, you use a light gray on top of a white background. That text is not going to be easy to read. You have to think about it. Black text on top of a white background, very simple, but it's going to stand out. Vice versa, white text on black background it's going to stand out, it's going to be easy to read. You have to think about these things. But if you keep that color palette simple, you're gonna minimize the distraction, but you're also going to start being able to build your brand around those colors and be known for the content you create because people become familiar with the fact that you create your posts with a certain design to them. So, tip number three, a simple color palette. Now, the final point I want to mention, and this is all about limiting choice. You can see how a lot of the points I've mentioned here have a similar pattern. You don't want to cause distraction. You want people to be drawn to your content and be engaged throughout. That way, they're going to be consuming all of the value that you are providing within that piece of content rather than distracting them off elsewhere. So if you create a piece of content and it has five possible elements that they could read, the chances of them reading the main one or the one you actually want them to consume is slim because they could choose from five different options. They've got a 20% chance of reading each one. You want a 100% chance of reading the ones you want them to read. So limit the choice have one point per slide if you're creating a carousel or keep them to a minimum and structure them in a way that makes it easier to read. Columns, lines that people can flow down the page in a way that you want them to flow down the page and read it in a specific order. Don't have things randomly scattered across your page. That's poor design because you want people to read your posts in a certain way so that there is that storytelling element within them. Limit that choice of what your audience members can consume. And from that, you're going to cause less distractions, which in turn is going to keep engagement high, which is going to increase the likelihood of them actually consuming all of the content you've produced. 
them then engaging with it, them then acting upon your call to action, them then potentially buying your product or service. You can see how these simple design elements can make or break things further down the funnel. You want people to consume your content, you have to think about the way you design your content. And what I've mentioned today can help you design your post in a way that is effective. They are very simple design tips that I learned very early on, very luckily, even though that I'm not a great designer, but have helped me get where I am today. So just to recap, simple typefaces, white space within your content, a simple color palette, and limiting the choice for your audience. And that's it. Follow these rules and you'll do just fine with your social media content design. Now that does wrap up today's episode of Social Media Marketing School. But if you want to hear more from the podcast, make sure you've hit that subscribe button or that follow button, depending on what platform you are listening on. That way you are never going to miss an episode when I post one. But if you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you did enjoy what you heard today, I would really, really appreciate if you head over to the show page, scroll to the bottom and leave the podcast a five star rating and review. I cannot even begin to tell you just how much that helps me. And if you do, please take a screenshot of that review, send it to me on Instagram and I will give you a shout out on my story as a thank you. But if you've got any questions with regards to anything that I've mentioned in today's episode, be sure to reach out to me on Instagram at the Ethan Bridge. Send me a DM and I'll make sure I get back to you no matter what. But if you have made it to this point in the episode, I just want to finish off by saying thank you all for tuning in and I will see you in the next one.